Hi everyone, it's Izzy Eze, along with Tembi, and welcome to Somewhat Grown, a podcast about adulting from two 20-somethings, just figuring it out, and embracing the process. Hello everyone, this is Izzy. Hi, it's Tembi, how are you doing? How's things? Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, This is episode 10, we know we've been away for quite a while, (laughs) apologies, but also sorry, not sorry, I don't know how you feel about that Tembi, but um yeah we've been we've been busy we've been busy you know life has happened and uh that just happens sometimes right life keeps happening and it's happening too quickly for my liking Mm, (laughs) mm -hmm. honestly it feels like the times that we've tried to schedule in recording and then shifting it it's like a whole month goes past and it feels like a few days literally no no I agree (laughs) I don't know like we'll try and schedule something in and if we like you're saying if we miss that date it's like okay see you next year (laughs) is that what you sort of thing but yeah we 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 basically recorded this episode once already and I think both of us felt like it just wasn't our best we didn't even listen to it back we were (laughs) yeah it wasn't the one so we're back now we're back now yeah take two on episode 10 hey Uh, rest assured guys there is quality control here we do care (laughs) (laughs) that we are giving you good content we are trying again but yeah um should we do like a just a quick check-in tembi how are you doing what's bringing you joy lately etc etc yes um i'm good busy um mm-hmm. right now while we're recording it is the Maybank holiday weekend yes and I I'm not really feeling like I'm in a bank holiday because of work but I am something that is bringing me joy um has been cycling actually oh snap. Um, as you know um I am now a bike owner I realized that I haven't actually owned a bike since I was like a kid or had a bike like, oh. so it's been really fun and I'm like cycling around Oxford okay. and um <laughs> it's just great because like I'm getting around a lot quicker and doing exercise at the same time so it's it's been fun that is um, perfect. Oh yeah, you did say you 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 were like I'm a bike owner now, and then that was like the <laughs> last I heard of it. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Yeah, it's been good. What's what about you? What's been bringing you joy? Um, what's been bringing me joy? I should probably say that I I don't know because if people are listening to these podcasts back to back, the, I just I'm very conscious that the last one was like, oh my life sucks, heartbreak. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I feel good. I'm I'm doing I'm doing very well, thank God. Um, mm-hmm. And I I would say what's bringing me joy lately is uh, taking my time, just generally taking my time, um, making sure that I rest more often. I think I'm I'm really be, being more protective of of resting. Um, mm. I was just I was just saying to you Tembi about how I, I was supposed to go somewhere yesterday um, and then didn't go in the end and I'm actually quite happy that I didn't sort of thing um, mm-hmm. yeah just enjoying spend, just slowing down that's what it is you know like I'm enjoying slowing down even though life is still busy I think mm-hmm. I am trying to be more mindful of uh, slowing down but then also taking like having meaningful 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 conversations um with Mm -hmm. people around me so like my friends my housemates and 
um, even if I do go out to these social events, just kind of taking stock of who am I talking to and what are our discussions? Yes. Like, how can this impact? I don't know. I'm just really, I'm just really trying to be mindful of where I am, if you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, that sounds good. It sounds yeah. very intentional. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not just like going, going, but you're living and being more in the moment, which is Mm, beautiful. And also just love deep and meaningful conversations. Like Mm -hmm. I met up with a friend yesterday and we just talked about death and it was pretty heavy. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty heavy, but it was like so Mm. nice to talk about it in a way that just felt normal yeah. even though it was quite a deep conversation we're like we're doing this mm-hmm. we're here we're it's here now cool. and uh um, <laughs> happening everyone's going down so um, <laughs> we might as well discuss it yeah <laughs> that's really good um but yeah so before we go into the topic and and word of the day we did have a question from our last episode um mm-hmm. so i guess we can jump straight into that and thank you so much to the person that sent this I'm always mindful of, I don't want to like say their name because they didn't necessarily say that we should, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, it's anonymous. Um, It's anonymous, it's anonymous. (laughs) So um, this person reached out on our Instagram page and said, uh, I'll just read it kind of word for word. So listen to part one and two, this is about heartbreak. Listen to part one and two back to back. A thought I was wrestling with as you were speaking on that final question. Did heartbreak kill the childlike dreamer in us or in me? What is it after that heartbreak? You know the one I'm talking about. We all have it. Um, that makes you become a realist. Something died. Um, and then he's, and then this person said, I'll wrestle a bit more with that one. So, um, mm. yeah. So thank you as usual. And I just thought that is such a big question. You know, did mm. something did something die in us? Or what happened? Did we become more realistic? Or is this a good thing? I mean, what do you, what do you think about that, Tenzi? Yeah, that is such a good question I think that aspect of that childlike dreamer in us that kind of jumps into love and Mm. gets excited by it it's such a vulnerable feeling Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess can feel like quite childlike because you are putting yourself at the mercy of someone hurting you when you allow that to happen Mm. and then if it does happen aka heartbreak then yeah, you do end up kind of becoming more hardened, Mm. maybe to some extent, at least Mm. from it. And I think, I don't know, I kind of think of it in a similar way as like, if you have uh, some kind of injury and you have a a scar or a bruise that has to heal, Mm -hmm. um, if it stays there, that mark is there to remind you that, you know, when you're not careful, this is what can happen. (laughs) And you never go into it thinking that. But Mm. yeah, I guess like, as hard as it is I do think that that child has to kind of grow up otherwise Mm. um otherwise you're just gonna keep getting hurt maybe what do you think you you being all poetic talking about scars and all I love that (laughs) I love that yeah because I'm just thinking about childhood scars and even when you grow up some scars just stay there even if you are healed in Mm. some way the scar is still there so it's Mm -hmm. almost a reminder of of that you know but I, I mm-hmm. guess I'm, I'm thinking about you know what I have ex- I have experienced heartbreak twice in my life mm. but I'm thinking I feel like it could be worse I don't know there's 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 part of me oh, please take that bag you don't want to know no 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 <laughs> I forbid it please 
could, it could be, but it hasn't been, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Basically, this person is saying, what is it after that heartbreak? That is in capitals. You yeah. Know, that kills the dreamer in us. Or I don't know if if the dreamer in me has died. I don't think it's died. Um, Must be nice. Right. And that's nice. It must be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> no. I I honestly I'm all I'm saying is I wouldn't wish it on you. I mm. I don't know. Do do you think we all have to go through that? I mean, don't want to make this the whole conversation, but mm. as someone who I feel like I have experienced that heartbreak, or at least I hope so, because boy. Girl, let's let's hope so. <laughs> if, if it like, gets no, worse it's, than it, this, it's then. not gonna get worse. No, we're not we're not we're not speaking that into existence. No, no. Um, <laughs> I I just yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't wish it on anyone mm-hmm. and I, I just think at the same time though what I will say mm. um, there is some like a beauty in being able to and like a friend of mine said this like celebrate that you did make yourself that vulnerable that you were yes. so willing and capable yeah of like extending your heart to someone as yes. vulnerable as that is I think that is something to be celebrated yeah so you know shout out to people who can do that mm-hmm. um and I think as much as you take the lesson it's important to also remember that side of it too mm, you know I agree. I mean? no no I agree with that I definitely agree with that I think um yeah what I would say is that um it takes a lot to be vulnerable with someone or yeah Mm. with someone to share vulnerability with someone um and that that is exactly what you're saying is what I learned it's like oh wow you're actually able to be this vulnerable you're actually able to love in this way it's not something that I had experienced before or Mm -hmm. you know in a mutual type of way and and in a way that was beautiful right um Mm. and I guess what that heartbreak kind of taught me was exactly that but then also kind of like not everything is roses and petals. I think that's what I would say I learned. Yeah. Um, like love isn't enough, to be honest. For me anyway, love isn't enough. And and that is what was painful about the whole situation. Um, mm. Yeah, that's, the, I don't know if I even answered the question, but yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. But <laughs> I guess in the spirit of heartbreak, we are also talking about when heartbreak happens in a platonic relationship between friends Mm -hmm. and how that um the impact of that because I think we were both saying how at least in our experience that's not been as talked about I feel like there have been maybe less reference points to kind of know how to navigate that when it's within the friendship context Mm -hmm. um but yeah I guess just to like start off with that um if you've had any kind of levels of experience uh, at whatever degree of a friendship either deteriorating or just fizzling out and it no longer existing when it was once there, um, what what about that is similar or different to romantic heartbreak? I'm just going to jump in there and say we haven't done the random word generator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Good call. Um, yeah, but like, like I love that you introduced the topic because I realized that we hadn't yet. So um, let's see how it relates or how we can relate it, I guess. 
Um, mm. Okay, let's see. Let's see. So, oh my gosh, that's perfect. The word is resolution. Ooh. Well, is it perfect? Is it, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, right? Um, Say more. <laughs> like comparing resolution to platonic heartbreak. Um, I mean, immediately I just thought about how, like, I don't, I'm trying not to repeat the same word, but it's like, how do we, how do we come to a resolution? Yeah. How do we come to a resolution at the end of this heartbreak or, um if we have decide if we are are having some sort of conflict in a friendship type of way mm-hmm. are we just going to let it fizzle out or are we going to actually come to some sort of resolve and actually address it talk about it and decide what to do to move forward because i think mm-hmm. yeah i think uh from in a platonic sense we don't really do that a lot for whatever mm-hmm. reason um like when we get into the friendship, we're not necessarily going, okay, we have now decided to be friends. It's, it kind of just happened. Well, for me anyway, mm. it kind of has happened naturally. And so I think in the same way, sometimes we don't really want to be like, okay, now the friendship is ended <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think if there is some sort of issue or conflict, then we need to come to some sort of resolve after addressing it. Mm. Um, what do you think? Yeah, that's interesting because of when it, that doesn't happen, which I feel like, at least in my experience, has been more often than not. And I do think like I was, when I was thinking about this, about the differences sometimes between uh, the ending of a romantic a romance versus a friendship. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes with a friend friendship, it can feel less eventful um, or sometimes it can even trickle out quietly. And I think that happens when something has happened but no one's kind of named it. And I I think Mm. what's interesting with how I make sense of that in a friendship is I wonder if it's the sense that um, with a friendship, even though it's deep, um, you're supposed to somehow maybe not ask for as much explicitly Mm. (laughs) and kind of be more easygoing in a Mm. friendship, I think. and I, I, I wonder if that's what's played a part in this sense of like when it's just not how it was, there is less of a, a push sometimes to be like, hey, like what's going on here? Because you feel like it's supposed to be kind of easygoing. There shouldn't be any necessary, necessarily any checks and balances or uh, it shouldn't be spoken about as much. Is that what you mean? I think it should be. I think it needs to be, especially like if it's a very close friendship. But I think sometimes, I think depending on what that friendship is, kind of what the foundation of it is, Mm -hmm. um, I do think sometimes not every friendship can survive that conversation. Mm, Because um, that's true. Because when you bring that to the table and kind of discuss whatever you need, and it's, in some ways disrupting whatever the flow has been for however long yeah sometimes it could be years Mm -hmm. and sometimes and then you bring something new to the table I remember like having Mm -hmm. a conversation with a long friend long-term friend of mine about just feeling like I didn't get to talk as much whenever we'd have (laughs) catch-ups and I've um, definitely experienced that (laughs) actually a friendship has ended because of that but anyway wow um, yeah mm -hmm. but like even things like that that seems small quote unquote Mm -hmm. 
it was like a dynamic that I was aware of and I I had to then make it was a difficult conversation to draw the attention to that to then be like how do we move forward because Mm -hmm. even though that was like a it's seemingly small thing of oh you tend to talk a little bit more than me (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I have things to say too Mm -hmm. um but underneath that was a lot of actually having to grapple with how we've changed over the years we've known each other so it was actually just about the nature of the conversation there was a lot more underneath that and I think why I'm coming back to why I think not every friendship can survive that is because I think sometimes when you do open up and put things on the table there's more to it than what's Mm -hmm. on the surface Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think maybe that's the risk we're not willing to take sometimes with friendships and so we either avoid having that conversation or mm-hmm. just like fizzles out yeah I agree and and I would I would probably also say if there is so much um anxiety around having a conversation like a deep conversation or mm-hmm. uh, you know with with a friend then maybe there's a fear of like I know this isn't going to last this sort of thing because mm. basically I'm thinking about it so I, I can give an example of like one of my friends um yeah we were kind of childhood friends and everything and then eventually both of us went to different universities and then we kind of came back and became friends after uni again mm-hmm. um and then there was this kind of period where yes we were friends and we were close and stuff but it felt as though the growth was stunted in a way and we were just kind of talking about the past all the time whenever we caught up it was about Mm. college or about um secondary school Mm. and I remember thinking I I I personally want to have this kind of tough conversation of like what is our friendship about like what is the point of this friendship type of thing right um mainly because I'm in an I am an intentional person anyway um which I guess I could be, it means I'm intense in some ways, but then also <laughs> because I valued the friendship, even though it hadn't got to the stage that it is at now, I valued mm-hmm. it enough to kind of address it. And I knew, I guess part of me knew that it's not going to break our friendship. Mm. Um, whereas there might be other friendships where it's like, you know what, I don't think this is going to go well, sort of thing, mm. if you get what I mean. Um all in all, in all, I mean, the conversation was tough, but it was a good conversation. I think from there, we both kind of grew. Um, mm. But yeah, have you ever had to have that, have that type of conversation with someone or and has it gone kind of the way that you wanted it to type of thing? Yeah, I mean, definitely with like the example I've shared with uh, like having to kind of talk about the dynamic of conversations with this yeah. friend. Right. Um, but I guess in instances where it didn't go as well, it was also noticing a dynamic and it just turned out that there was a lot of resentment building on the other end of the Mm. other person. And it had gotten to the point where it was like what came out from that space of resentment on their side Mm. meant that it was irreparable um, Mm. after that. And again, I think what you touched on there was like so key about you have to trust a friendship to be able to bring something to the table. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And like sometimes if you've left it for too long as well, and you've mm. been in your own, um, I guess, thought loops of making sense of what, what's happening mm-hmm. and you've not had the chance to like have that conversation, 
then sometimes when you leave it to too late then it really is kind Mm. of too late which is a shame and I think that's really painful too because um yeah I think you do really have to I think that key thing there that you touched on is you have to be able to trust Mm. your friendship enough Mm -hmm. to be able to have that conversation yeah and I think the longer you leave it I feel like that's when it, 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 it gets more into that yeah that like I kind of I guess risk zone of it falling apart but How I guess address that sorry t- to interrupt um yeah I think yeah, I had a similar yeah. question to you about mm-hmm. what because the thing is trust so my question was how did you trust that your friendship would survive that conversation when you gave that example with your friend how did I trust it um yeah you know I guess I part of it is just having faith (laughs) to be honest because ultimately Mm -hmm. you don't you won't always know how it will end how the conversation will end but I Mm -hmm. just had this kind of faith that if we are friends like we say we are if we are close like we say we are then we need to be able to have conversations that are a bit awkward sometimes a bit uncomfortable sometimes um Mm -hmm. And ultimately, we're going to come out on the other side feeling, maybe feeling a bit hurt a little bit, but then also being like, okay, you know, I'm glad that we spoke about this and what can we do to move forward type, type of thing. Um, yeah. And if if that wasn't the case, then it's almost me realizing that, you know what, this friendship isn't going to last very, very long because like you were saying earlier, you grow as a person, you grow. And part mm. of my own growth is about is 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 self-assessment assessing myself assessing the friendships around me and if mm-hmm. I'm if I I'm going to be so close with someone uh in, in a platonic way I would love for them to also be someone who is self-aware um mm. because ultimately you kind of bounce off of each other um mm. that's one element of it another element was the fact that I already thought our friendship was kind of uh on rocky ground anyway so mm. I was thinking, well, this is almost like <laughs> the point. To, like, what are we doing here? You know, like it's either we're going to fall apart or yeah. we're going to move forward. So it kind of came to that crossroads where it's like, well, whether it works out or not, my dear, we need to have this conversation, you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of how I thought about it. But then also I was thinking about what you were saying um, in terms of like, we're now having this discussion about one thing, but maybe there's so there's a lot, um, a lot else that is Mm -hmm. underneath the surface that has been unaddressed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking like, how do we uh, address things Mm -hmm. when they affect us? Or is that something that's difficult to do in friendships? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I know even between you and I, sometimes like, We'll be texting and then it's like we'll kind of address it like, oh, I feel like the way that you said that was da 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 and like mm-hmm. we tend to kind of address things immediately but is that something that people do is that something is that how to avoid you know coming to the end of it and being like wow where did all of this come from yeah that was I a do long-winded think... question sorry <laughs> no um I think um that yeah the way you you put that makes a lot of sense and I think it's good to contextualize it I think um I think it probably is a case-by-case basis and again Mm. each friendship is different and unique to the people who make it up so like yeah with you I know like you're a more direct person and I 
definitely have that directness in me too so it's mm. easier to kind of just nip it in the boat bud and mm. name things in the moment mm-hmm. and then with some things with if it's complicated by other things mm. and different communication styles as well that's a whole mm. thing because sometimes it's just that our style of communicating that's the the like secondary hurdle yeah. from what's actually happened absolutely so I at least like I know that I definitely have to like yeah like for instance there's like some like a small thing that come up with a friend and that with that like sometimes the answer is let it breathe mm. and then at some point um I'm sure it will be fine but for right now yeah it, it will not be helpful to, to bring something. this up. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, agree I think that. you just have to exercise that judgment, in, I think, on a case-by-case basis, depending on the person. Um, but I think what is important is to not... Um, I think it's important to listen to yourself and listen to your feelings about that. Right. Sometimes if you leave something you might forget and actually like after a few days or weeks you don't actually care and it wasn't that big of a deal yeah. sometimes actually you're like nah that that is actually a big a big deal mm-hmm. and I think it's important to listen to that mm-hmm. and with that then take it to the person and have that conversation mm-hmm. but I think if you stay and then you tell yourself it's not a big deal but it is that's when the resentment comes and then I think that can lead to unproductive Mm -hmm. and unhelpful ways of dealing with it Mm -hmm. um so I think yeah I think trust your feelings is what I've learned anyways Mm -hmm. and like kind of judge it case by case I agree I agree about everything to be fair um but that especially when you said trust your feelings um over the last whatever year or so I like I mentioned before I've realized that I am a sensitive person generally and Mm -hmm. so um I do have to have that kind of thought process in my head sometimes when something is said in in a conversation or I'm reading something in a certain way and I think because I maybe because I'm quite intuitive I'm like oh definitely they mean this and this and this but like I was saying it could just be a communication style it's really not how you read it sort of thing Mm -hmm. um but then also in terms of trusting your own feelings I, I think about sometimes I I used to be quite fearful of sharing my feelings so even if I trust it I still feel kind of scared to share it with someone, with a friend, because I feel as though like maybe they're going to say, oh, it's really not that deep. Like, why are you bringing this up now? And da, 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 da. Um, So basically all I'm saying is I think, yes, part of it is trusting yourself, but then it's also trusting your friend, um, um, trusting that your friend can actually kind of uh, create space for you when you are sharing about something, even if you don't think it's that serious, clearly Mm -hmm. they're bringing it up to you because it has affected them and, you don't know the roots of things you don't know where things come from so mm. you really just have to kind of um be mindful of that and and be care uh, take care as well when people are sharing things because yeah it can come from anywhere really yeah and I think um and with that like and if you know after having a conversation or maybe more than one conversation about like maybe issues like that it's I think also okay if you know it means that you have to you have to go different ways and mm. grow apart because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it has to be like healthy and helpful for both of you mm. and again with trusting your feelings like you shouldn't put yourself in a situation that's not going to be 
great I've, I was saying to you I've started re-watching Girlfriends which mm-hmm. I do every so like a year or two it's mandatory and it's just like the rule book honestly honest. so good <laughs> yeah. but like I just really appreciate that show for like being an example of that I appreciate that show let's start again <laughs> can't talk um just for how it's showcased black female friendships mm-hmm. and focused on that in such a way that I've not really seen before insecure mm. did that a little bit as well mm. but I think just thinking about that as well I'm always just like I always focus on different things each season and this time I'm focusing so much more on like the ways in which um they set up that thing of like this long friendship between Joan and Tony mm-hmm. and then the ways that boundaries were violated on both Gross. sides and then how you make how you then navigate that and I think mm-hmm. um yeah it's just such an interesting like thing to watch and then reflect on in terms of like where you're at when you meet people mm. and I think this happens um in in a friendship or a romantic relationship I think so much of where you're at when you meet that person and like how you carry on going forward mm. I think di- like it tells a lot because like I remember there's that bit where Jake Joan is trying to justify where she's friends with Tony and it was from her like being the one person who stood up for her when she was like really like a nobody mm-hmm. and her holding on to that insecurity of being a nobody mm. also was the thing holding on to her within that friendship right and I think it just made me reflect on like when I'm growing as I'm growing as a person mm. what kind of person am I intentionally trying to surround myself with because at the end of the day yeah you know they say show me the people close to you I'll tell you what kind of person you are yeah so we do have to be you know um discerning with the people surround surround ourselves with because Mm. your friends are a reflection of you and all of that to say um I think it's important to talk about platonic relationships and what happens when they end and Mm. what happens in them because they are I think such an important relationship Mm. um maybe even more important than a romantic relationship I would say it's more important honestly maybe it's It's different but yeah it's so essential because your friends are gonna be there through every single relationship exactly exactly heartbreak you know they have seen all the all the messes you know they've seen it before the romantic partner has seen it or will see it the romantic partner will see it on a deeper level that's true but your friend has they almost have that longevity of like you know what you shared all of this with me and now I've actually seen the person come into your life and actually I guess develop your life in in a good way but I don't know I feel like there's something about having that history and experience that your friends just you need your friends around to 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 see Mm. that uh -hmm. and to 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 be that for you um even when you are in a relationship so uh, but yeah I had a question but I feel like we're running out of time (laughs) or we can try and do quick fire one sentence answers okay quick okay quick question (laughs) so um are we more or less forgiving of our friends when they let us down in comparison to romantic ones what do you think Mm. oh that's a good one that's an interesting one I think I feel like uh, because of friendship is maybe less intense than a romantic relationship mm. there is more space to yeah be forgiving whereas mm. with the person who 
you're in a relationship with Mm. because you're doing more things together presumably Mm. and kind of trying to build a life together essentially in a way that you wouldn't necessarily with a friend Mm. um I do think that yeah there's probably more space to be forgiving because there's generally a little bit more space in the Mm. in the relationship you're not like you know tied to the hip with your friend so yeah so you're saying more forgiving of your friends basically I think because yeah because there is more space in Mm. that Mm -hmm. whereas with like um I guess within a romantic relationship because you are so um yeah you're like doing life together a lot Mm. more Mm. I think that means that the space for <laughs> trying to give, <laughs> give even if it's like something really petty I'm thinking about really petty examples mm-hmm. I think the space for that is condensed sometimes okay what, what do you think um I, I I I'm just gonna I'm gonna say the opposite just because mm. um I think maybe we are more forgiving of romantic partners because we're in love with them and that's so true you know I feel like I don't know some 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 people can can get into some mess like really 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 piss you off and then all of a sudden you love them I mean not all of a sudden obviously you love them already but I just think um a romantic partner maybe can get away with with more than your your friend can I take my answer back I agree with that (laughs) (laughs) I agree you know I just feel like if your yeah. friend tried some mess that this guy did, that's so true. You gonna break up with that friend. You that's know what I'm so saying? true. Yeah. So there's just something about love that just it messes you up. <laughs> it really does. Feelings it messes you up. Like feelings just yeah. Mm-hmm. They so that's do. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm jumping on that as well because there are times where I've had to ask myself, would I put up with this from a friend? And then I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Nope. And that clarifies things. The feelings just mix it up. Just confusion. That's it. It's so true. Um, but we are going to wrap it up there. And before we do, because this is actually, as Izzy said, episode 10, which means the final episode of season one. Um, yes, we've done a whole season. We We launched this podcast in 2021 in June and now we're wrapping it up a year later so thank you so much for listening we are not going away forever don't worry (laughs) we're just gonna have a little bit of a break Mm -hmm. and um yeah is there anything you're looking forward to over this break before we go Izzy firstly I'm looking forward to Greece we're about to go on holiday live our best life okay (laughs) I am I'm very much looking forward to going on holiday um I'm looking forward to the summer my birthday um yeah that sort of thing also just musically I think there's a lot of milestones that have already been hit I was I was looking at my joy jar sort of thing where I basically put in notes of of good things that have happened or just things that have made me happy and it's like almost full and we're in May and I can't believe it so I think it's exciting just to see what's happened so far and what will continue to happen. So yeah, that's me. What about you? That's great. Yeah. Similarly, I'm looking forward to, yeah, Greece. I'm looking forward to, oh my goodness, finishing this master's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Um, 
but you know what I'm I've got momentum and it's nice just being in the flow of writing and yeah I'm excited to share the other end of that once mm. it's done um you're gonna get there yeah, for sure I have to I have to but yeah that's that's it for us from us for now um we hope you guys have a good 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 summer yes and we'll catch you soon speak soon bye